Black Lives Matter are fighting for equality, coronavirus, and what's happening in our world right now that needs your attention. There's so much going on right now. There's so much we need to talk about. Let's get to it. Let's get in depth. Hey everyone, welcome back to In Depth Conversations. Thanks for being here. What a week, everyone. Um, I was so infuriated with what I saw um, on Wednesday. I couldn't hold back anymore to talk about it with you guys. I want to continue on with these conversations moving forward. It's important. It's essential. Um, so where do I begin now? Hmm. Now, President Trump. Your legacy awaits you. It really does, believe it or not. But of a mob insurrection to destroy the capital and democracy. As you sat and you watched it on TV, and according to reports, you seem to take pleasure in it. Hmm. You will go down in history as the worst of the worst. And someday in the future, that'll be all anyone remembers of you. That you're awful terrible and the worst president and that you won by an elect electoral fluke and by lying to people you are a complete and utter disgrace domestic terrorists that's what you are and what any everyone should be calling it who are goaded by the president into an attack on the capitol if you're still shocked as you should be not surprised, obviously, because this was warned about for years. And so this is how it ends. It started with American carnage. But this is real American carnage. You are. We love you. You're, you are special. The United States, the president of the United States called rioters and domestic terrorists we love you, you're special? Well, it's not like these weren't warnings. Encouraging violence at his campaign rallies, calling on the Second Amendment people. Calling deadly white supremacists violence in Charlottesville as very fine people on both sides. Gassing peaceful Black Lives Matter protesters so he can have a photo op in front of a church. Also, proud boys stand back and stand by. Refusing to commit to peaceful transfer of power. Inciting the very mob on Wednesday morning before the attack on the Capitol. Inciting them with his son and his so-called lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. Everyone knew, watching, that this could happen. Everyone knew it w when it was time for choosing and everyone will remember who chose not to oppose everyone will remember everyone will remember but to stand by this attempted coup who chose to stand by to be an active part of it who promoted yourselves on tv raised money we all will remember all of this after this because when the coup you enabled and you supported is finally mounted and you are barricaded inside 
cowering in fear because it finally affects you when officers are injured when a woman is shot to death when bombs are planned and disabled in the capitol and other dc buildings when a confederate flag is carried up in the steps on the united states capitol into the halls not in 1865 but in 2021 When a staffel with a noose is erected beside the steps of the Capitol, you do not get to pretend you didn't support this or say that this wasn't the side you were on, that you didn't know what could happen, that you didn't align yourself with the man who told you all along exactly what he was about and exactly what he was about to do. He tried to play games with the attention of a madman. Shame on all of you. Now, you know what, when seeing this, it terrified me. And I was like annoyed with myself because I'm like, why does this terrify me? I mean, I'm in Canada. But I was like, okay, let me look at this. Why do I feel this way? Because then I realized those images reminded me of the past when the Soviet Union collapsing. And think of it, no cell phones, no Twitter, no nothing. And this is obviously in 91. Um, people heard on the radio that the country they live in is no longer. Think of it that way. Um, you hear words like civil war and revolution and should we run? And I think the reason I felt that way was because a lot of people with immigrant parents they were scared and confused and I'm sure many immigrants feel like holy crap I did not leave my country to see this shit on TV what did you tell yourself to make it through I wonder from seeing all this and conversations I've had there's so much work deep-rooted systemic racism that is very evident and there needs to be changed this cannot stand we can never have people in power like this ever again it will destroy us once president-elect biden comes in office he is going to be held accountable and make some very drastic changes that need to be implemented not to say here in canada we have a lot a lot of work to do here when it comes to racism we all have a lot of work ahead of us but we must be hopeful and optimistic for a fair and equal society. As we saw in the Capitol, these cops, they definitely showed restraint, which tells me they are capable of it. They just choose to show unlawful force with those black and brown people. They just choose. And I hope it opens the eyes of those who have been blind to see what was uh, being said. We all know from the fact that black and brown people, if black and brown people had walked to the Capitol that way, they wouldn't have even made it to the steps. It would have been ended in bloodshed. No one who's watched way too many lawyer, or like, like someone like myself who's watched a lot of lawyer and law and order kind of shows, I kind of think about the court cases of the people that broke into the Capitol and 
This is like hoping that there are actual legal ramifications, re repercussions for them. But you know, positive thinking, obviously. But I keep thinking back to what these lawyers' arguments are going to be. Like, is... Like, think about it. They're going to be like, he was brainwashed by Trump. Like, that's the only thing that I can think of that the argument would be. And they're going to turn on Trump. And I just, like, wish I could be a jury. I know I can't be, but I still, like... I also think that it's hilarious that these fuckers literally thought they were going to get pardoned. It's the white privilege of why they're live streaming and confessing to crimes on video, not hiding their faces. It's the white privilege, but they think a part of their white privilege is that they, they're going to get pardoned, that par Trump's going to pardon them. That's literally what they're thinking. He's not. I'm sorry to break it to you. He's not. It's like it feels like a middle school girl who thinks that cr <laughs> that her crush is gonna ask her to the dance. It's like, sweetie, he doesn't even even know your name. Anyways, <laughs> it's just fun. Anyways, I literally just wanted to come here and just talk it out with you all. Thank you for listening. Um, let's get in depth and I'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.